0: Heyo! Today we are talking about living in your truth and your authentic self and the way that it creates a double-edged sword. And we're going to break all that down today. It's really about you sort of choosing you and who you want to be and what you want to do and what you want to be about and going ahead and walking forth in that. But knowing what reality that creates. Let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, The Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place. And alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur. and. Um, Being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. Hey, dreamers. Maybe that's what I'm going to start calling you. you. know, no. I think that sounds kind of fun. Dreamers. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in all of our greatness. There's really no better way to exist than in our own greatness. Stop. Can't help it. Can't help it. Okay. So my great thing. I was and always reflect on my great things before I come here. Obviously, I have to have content prepared. Come on, people. Uh, And so I was reflecting when I was on the yoga mat, which is mm, not my ideal state of reflection, right? I really want to be in yoga. Um, (laughs) But bear with me. I was a little distracted this morning. And I was like, oh, man, I don't have a great thing. And then I went into my yoga practice and then boom, boom sometimes and i just randomly select yoga practices off of youtube there really is no rhyme or reason to it unless i'm doing like a series that's like a 30 day flow or something like that and so the one that i selected today towards the end had an opportunity for a crow pose which is a balance pose and uh a higher level one where you're like balancing on up on your hands Anyways, I haven't been able to hit any of the balance poses because I just haven't, right? It's a slow build. I really have no expectations of my yoga practice other than I utilize it for centering and grounding and um, just general practice of my body and breath together. And, (laughs) And so I'm like, okay going to this crow pose. I haven't been super focused today in my yoga practice. My mind has kind of been wandering to all the projects that I'm working on. And so I really had lower expectations than I even usually do because if I'm not centered in a yoga practice, it shows. So I was hitting flamingo earlier on in the yoga practice and I just kept falling out of that pose, which is generally not a challenging pose for me, but is when my mind is elsewhere. Don't kid yourself. So (laughs) I start into crow pose and you start off in a low squat, um, which is a challenge for me anyways, because this good old seven surgery knee of mine doesn't love bending all the way down like that, but it's, it's getting better. Over slow love in time, not forcing this knee into being anything that it can't be, which is like a high performing athlete. It's going to go ahead and opt out of that. But if we can slowly love it there, right, we can build those muscles back up in a slow loving way so that the knee doesn't fight who it truly is, which is like a broken down old bitch. She can't handle much. Okay. (laughs) Okay. that's the reality of this me love it uh but there's a lot of scars there and a lot of scar tissue below that surface and a lot of just issues um so we're loving her we love her we're bringing her along with everybody else like sis you gotta be here let's go um and yoga has been super helpful in that so we're slowly working on this flexibility i would say Most of my physical therapists and doctors along this route had very little expectation of this knee ever operating in an ideal state again. And, you know, I would say over the last six months, it's felt better than it ever has. And this is the most consistently active that I have been in a while so whatever right but it's all about not pushing not trying to be something that it's not it's old this leg i would say the rest of my body is a ripe old 25 and this knee is probably a ripe old 51. might even be actually older than that okay we're working on it uh but it's, it's just older. It's just older than the rest of my body and it deserves its age. It deserves grace for that. So we're giving it that we're giving it all the time and love that it needs. And anyways, (laughs) I like get down into the squat and I'm flexing, moving, trying to get myself even deeper in there. And then she's like, crow pose. We're going to, if you feel like you could put that into your practice, we're going to do a crow pose. I'm like, okay, Propose. We could do this. I get excited, right? Because, you know, athlete and sort of crazy competitive person without being overly competitive and annoying, but then like still super competitive at the end of the day. <laughs> Even though I realize that I can't compete with anyone until I beat myself and. That has been the biggest challenge. And that has been the bulk of all of this work. Okay, so I'm like lowering into it. I'm like, you know what? We're in a crow today. We are. And I get up into the crow and I just hold. And I'm like, who is this? Is this me? Am I crow posing right now? Right, and then I lose my focus. I usually fall out of it. But for probably about... 10 to 20 seconds, that's a pretty big window to be estimating on. But for 10 to 20 seconds, I was holding that maybe even longer, but I don't want to be too crazy. Yeah, big stuff, big stuff. And anybody who's deep into yoga is going, yeah, I, uh, curl pose isn't even challenging. Um, <laughs> go for it. Be better at yoga than me. Go for it. I am like almost 90 days into this consistent adventure of yoga, and I'm loving all of the growth that I'm seeing along the way and just the slow progression of of what my body can do and seeing it grow and change and react to this in a positive way. And my body and mind haven't reacted positively to exercise, I would say, since leaving, um, college and maybe even before then, you know, as an athlete, we utilize it as a competitive advantage. Right. And I think, honestly, I didn't really have any connection to working out because I didn't have a way to make it competitive anymore. (laughs) All right. I'm crazy. But like, think about it. Every time that I would train, there was a goal in mind. And when I stepped into adulthood, it was like, what's the goal? Well, I am thin privilege. And so my body wasn't really the goal. I would say when I bounced back from babies, I had an obvious goal and I felt really connected to it. But after bouncing back from babies and my body just kind of settling into what it was going to be, there wasn't really an end goal. And so it was hard for me to stay consistent with it because I didn't really see the freaking point. My body was kind of what it was and there wasn't, there's not a whole lot of changing that. And I wasn't even really inspired by that. Some people will be, right? Some people have bigger challenges than I have, but me being the thin privileged person that I am, I realized that that wasn't a motivator for me. And so working out sort of became this tedious, I don't really know what I'm doing. And guess what? For me, not having clear expectation or direction or goal drives me crazy. It's like literally what I'm building a business around, helping people to know where they're going. Right? Because how many times do we get lost in life being like, hey, mm, (laughs) I, you know, I think I just want to go do this. And like, there's so much beauty in the exploration of things. But what is that tied to? Why are we doing that? Why are we taking action here? What's the freaking point? Right? And that's how I felt with exercising. And so it's no wonder that I felt disconnected from it for such a long time. And now that my focus really is whole sound body and mind, which means we're talking about a different exercise. We're not talking about, you know, beating our body because there's no reason to beat it. I don't need to. I don't have those goals right now. Now, if I would, right, and say that I decide that I want to do a marathon, well, yeah, then that's that's going to be a shift. But for right now, it really is about the soundness of my body, soul, and mind. And that means yoga is fitting that bill. And I'm loving how yoga sort of sets the stage to kind of up your challenge as your body works its way into that. And the really beauty of how adaptive yoga practices are, because that's what people will say. Well, I'm not flexible. I couldn't do yoga. And I'm like, yoga isn't about that. Yoga is about flexibility over time, but you can come to the mat as you are and show up there and show up a little bit better every day. We Like, we're going to love you regardless. Come here. Come do this. Grow. Right? Okay. So that's my great thing. I did a crow pose and all of you yogis who are way better than a crow pose. Good for you, but like, I'm feeling great about that. And for anybody who's not into yoga and you're going, I don't even know what a crow pose is. And I don't even know why that's significant, but it sounds like it is. Holy crap. This person is amazing. Um, Nah. Guys, I just told you probably 30 days ago that I was plopping onto the mat every time. Like it's a slow, steady progression of growth. Come on. That's what we're about here. Okay. 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 Go ahead and take time for yourself. Ground yourself in your own greatness. It's a really simple practice, but it shifts your brain into looking for your greatness, right? Why is that important? Well, it's a great way to shift a belief just in case. Mm -hmm. In case we were into the thinking that we weren't so amazing sometimes, um, it might be important that we start Making our mind look for how amazing we are and always have a reminder sort of in our back pocket of how great we are, just in case we forget, which totally wouldn't happen. Oh, yeah, but it happens like a million times a day. And so just having this card to play all the time, kind of a good thing to have. Okay. If you are looking for a competitive advantage in this super competitive world, it might be a good thing for you to have. So I'm just saying that I'm preparing you for your life. Good dreamer. Let's go. Okay. So today I wanted to talk about authenticity as a weapon. And I think that this one plays in two ways, right? It's super dangerous, right? What if you just walked in to anywhere that you're going today, right? Say that you're going to go get coffee or you're going to go work out. And right when you walked in or you're going to go to work and you walk in and you swing open the door because you are audacious, 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 I can't say words, right? I literally had to email a friend yesterday and I'm like, please just help me word. I don't, I can't word right now. Please help. Okay. Audacious. Audacious. The audacity. Okay. Audacious. I don't know. Anyway, so you swing open the door and you walk in and you loudly announce your intention and your goal for today. Loudly. Okay, so I'm going to walk into coffee. I'm going to open the door at Starbucks and I'm going to go, hey, nobody's here, right? Because we're still social distancing here in Iowa or we're still sort of, we're not shut down, but most of our like Starbucks haven't opened yet, but they're coming back. I think I saw that you could eat in some of them again. Anyways, you're going to open it and say that there are people in there because we're open now. I'm going to open the door and I'm going to go. I am getting a coffee because I have three meetings today. I need to land two out of those three clients. And I really need the proper amount of energy and sustainability to drive me through those meetings. And that's why I'm going to get coffee today. Great to see all of you, (laughs) right? Or you walk into work and you go, today I have three meetings. I'm going to be on time for all three of those meetings and I'm going to speak up in one of them because I have the solution to the problem that we're trying to fix in that meeting and that is what I'm going to do today. And with my work, I plan to move up within two years of where I am right now. I plan to move to the next level as a manager or supervisor. That's my plan here. That's what I'm going to do over the next two years. Hear me roar. How would people react to that? Really think about it. <laughs> how how would people take you coming in and announcing yourself like that when you walked in? Yeah, yeah, it probably wouldn't go good. <laughs> Especially if like the supervisor that you're planning to replace heard that, right? And why? Why wouldn't it? why one because right two things it's it's twofold one people are going to get nervous for you and start projecting their own fears on you. Oh my gosh, that's so great. Oh yeah. You want coffee. Okay. You want coffee. Oh, you have clients. Oh my gosh. I hope that this doesn't over stimulate you over pump you up for those meetings, right? That might be something that they say, or they might say, oh my gosh, you have three meetings today. I don't know how you could do that with your schedule. That would make me so super nervous to work remote and plan on having three meetings. That would make me so nervous. Or they might say, oh my gosh, you have three meetings. You're going to land. Two out of the three. Oh. Mm. I hope you get those. I hope you get the two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Or like, oh my gosh, you want to move up to supervisor. Yeah. In two years. Oh, okay. Well, it took me five. <laughs> um, so two, okay. Right. And then we instantly start to shrink back into our box and we start to get the message that we can't just want what we want. (laughs) There's an exact way of getting there, and someone else knows the answer. And that is false. And here's where it's a double edged sword. Okay. Authenticity can be your greatest strength. But it will also be something that people weaponize against you. That's what kind of sucks about it. But that's also what's amazing about it, and that's why we have to start understanding how we can beat ourselves before we even enter an arena. Because the second that we start audaciously saying "audacious," dang it, ah, I think it—I think it's a word that goes both ways. You can say it either way. I, Maybe one way is like more the French way. Whatever. I'm just not going to say it anymore. Okay. (laughs) So if you start saying out into this world, right? Like this is what I'm about. Expect there to be arrows coming back. And that's why sometimes it takes a lot of coming into ourselves in order to build that back up, in order to understand what's coming. And it's like, And I said this in my post yesterday. It's like an MM rap battle, okay? This is why I need you to go into yourself before you start going out and just dreaming like crazy. And you don't even have to tell people, but you are eventually going to share it with someone and you can expect a million and one arrows, okay? And that's why we got to build this up strong. We got to have that strong foundation to build on. But it's like an MM rap battle, okay? In the movie... 8 Mile, if you've never seen it, they have these epic rap battles. And epic rap battles usually are like tearing the other person down or making fun of them. And so Eminem, I don't think that that was his name. Little rabbit, little butt, rabbit, rabbit. I think his name was rabbit in the movie. Okay. So he goes into this rap battle, (laughs) He goes into this rap battle and he's like, Man, and he brings it and he calls out every single thing that you could possibly make fun of him for. He knows it. He's wearing it. He authentically says exactly who he is, exactly where he comes from. And guess what? Since that's what his competitor was going to do to him, his competitor really couldn't pull those things out, right? And it takes a whole lot of self-awareness to do that and authenticity, Dude, I'm just going to own who I am, period. Because there's no escaping. And you can bring up all of those things, right? But if I'm not willing to look back, go through those, understand how and why those things maybe happened, build myself up upon a foundation of which I had no control, but it is just who I am. It is just the reality of my life. If I can just go back <laughs> there, If I can just go back there and find those things and fully own those things. When people bring them up, I'm not going to hide from them. There's no point. It's who I am. I can't undo it. I can't make it not happen for me. It is who I am. And I'm going to fully walk in that. And it's scary. Right? I can tell you, once I started sort of burying my soul here, there were a lot of people that were like, okay, hey, gonna go ahead and opt out of this Hannah, Hannah Ness thing. <laughs> Not really into that. Why? Well, for some people, right, that's gonna be forever scary. There is someone within your stratosphere that is bearing the entirety of their life in their soul which means you give people the chance to decide. And honestly, I was sort of tired of living in a fake world where people were deciding that they liked me based on things that I didn't even really like about myself. (laughs) And so the bearing of the soul, while this may not be everyone's exact picture of it, but the bearing of your soul and your intention and your dreams means that some people are going to decide you are not for them anymore. And I will go ahead and tell you the truth of that is those people probably aren't being very true with themselves. And so guess what? You aren't going to want to be around those people. They aren't going to fit anymore. So go ahead and be okay with them falling away. It's okay. And you know what? Some of them build their way back up and they understand what you're doing finally and it clicks eventually and they come back. So don't write them off completely, but just like, let it be. Anybody who falls away because you're living in your truth probably isn't a truth teller. Ouch. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but it's going to be worth it. Why? 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 Because you're going to know where you're going, right? And you're not always going to take the exact perfect path, but you're going to have direction and direction is super important because it gives you a way to win. And although sometimes we shy away from that, Right? We go, oh, no, 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 no. It it's really is easier <laughs> if I just don't say what I want because I could come up short. And so that seems really scary to me. If I go ahead and say all the things that I want and I don't get them, people are going to be able to judge me. You're right. You're totally right. And people will, <laughs> right? They'll call you on sh- before you're even ready for it, they're gonna go, Oh, hmm, yeah, I heard one day on your podcast that you're not really into uh, planned religion, but then I saw that you have a, a Bible on your uh, TV stand. Riddle me this, <laughs> right? Riddle me this. Hey, listen, I. Believe that everyone has a right to anything that they believe. And I want everyone to be able to believe in whatever excites them, whatever they want to believe. I don't think that there is a right, wrong, or otherwise way. And so I like to practice and experiment with all beings of spirituality. And yes, I have a Bible. I was raised in Christianity and I was raised around the Bible. It's not a weird thing. I don't think that the Bible is all that bad a book. I think there's some crazy crap written in there, but like I'm here for it. I think it has some good lessons. Like any other book, great book. Want to have that book in my house, have it in my house. Two Bibles, one vintage one and one that we got for our wedding from my husband's grandma. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like you, you're going to be called on it. And I need you to be strong enough and know that that's what you want, regardless, because authenticity creates a weapon. I'll say that again authenticity creates a weapon, it creates a two sided weapon. Okay. One, that people are going to use your authenticity to stab you squarely in the back multiple times. And you'll go, ha, ouch, why did I do this? Why would I have said this? Why would I claim my stake here? Why? I don't even have to. I could just skate through life and never be about anything. And yeah, you can. You absolutely can. (laughs) Like, No question. You can skate. Go ahead. Keep skating, but I'm telling you, if, if you've even blinked at this podcast, there's something more. And on the other side of that weapon, you become a warrior. If you can withstand the arrows in your back, if you can keep moving forward, you're holding an arrow. It should probably be a, a gun or a machete or something. But you're holding a weapon authenticity creates a two-sided weapon and if you can outlast the first blows of people who don't appreciate you standing in your authentic self and those people are going to come for you trust and it's only because they know they're not standing in their own truth okay if you can withstand those few arrows you're gonna get you all of a sudden have a weapon and that creates clear, beautiful intention. It creates this wave and anybody who wants to get on the wave behind you, with you, they can come with you. They know what you're about. They aren't going to be like, huh, I don't know. I really don't know about that Karen girl. She seems pretty cool, but I just don't know. No, no, no. They're going to know. That's one of my favorite things about this podcast. It's like, people people get to decide. It's also one of my worst favorite things is people get to decide So if they listen to one episode. And for goodness sakes, if they listen to the first season <laughs> or the second season, or I'm not even honestly sure that some of these episodes don't hit people wrong. But here it is. Here's the truth of who I am. Here's what I believed right in that moment. And so if you're listening to that, you get to decide. Am I about Hannah? am I not about her? Hmm. I don't know. You get to decide. Cool. You like it? Let's get on this wave. This is where we're headed. This is what we're doing. And this is where we're going. I do not believe in anyone's weakness. I believe in their strengths. I believe in you leaning heavy on your own strengths, finding those things, Keep. Keeping going until you find what speaks to you and being able to walk in your own truth and live the dreams that you have in your heart. And I believe in everybody's ability to do that. Period. And if that's something that you want to believe about yourself, if that's a trail that you want to go ahead and blaze, I'm here for you five days a week. Honestly, most of the time, six episodes a week. Okay. And If that's not what you want to be about, or I say something that just completely throws you off and you're like, nah, nah, not here for it, then you get to decide that, right? But if if you want to trust, this girl right here has an entire back and body full of arrows and we keep standing back up. And I can tell you there were days where I was just bleeding out and barely able to move forward. And we just kept inching forward. And now, shoop, this girl's walking around with her machete. Because there is really no better justice in this world than a good old machete cutting of plants and foliage. Okay, right? And you're like... Shoop, 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 shoop. Now that we've withstood that, now that we've healed from that, now that those arrows, right, we still have the scars. We know what they feel like. We know that, that that that's not over. As long as we're walking in our true authentic self, that's all that matters. And now that we built our strength back up, that we are better understanding who we are and where we've been and where we're going, now, good people, now. And that's what you get that's what you get when you start walking in your truth yes in the front end of that truth people are going to meet you with a weapon but on the back end of that truth if you can outlast that weapon the back end is you macheting shit all day and i am here for that just do it like shoot right here right at your desk do it machete something let's go You have that power and it lies in your truth. Where do you want to go? As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at the death of a dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there and then Hannah Nuss on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website if you feel like it. There are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast, um, and you can reach out and contact me anywhere if you have any questions. (laughs) Message me. Let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.